0: Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to our book reading entitled When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue on page 292, the delegation of Banu Hanifa. The Banu Hanifa also visited the Prophet peace be upon him in the 9th after Hijrah. Seventeen of their people, including the infamous Musaylimah the liar, came to Medina and embraced Islam in the presence of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Some sources indicate that Musaylimah accepted Islam along with the other members of the delegation. Other sources, however, assert that he stayed behind at the camp and did not become Muslim. He is also reported to have said that he would embrace Islam only if the Prophet, peace be upon him, made him his successor. Before the arrival of this delegation, the Prophet, peace be upon him, had a vision that a treasure had been brought to him. From this treasure, two gold bangles were placed on his wrists, and they proved to be very painful for him. He was told to blow on the two bangles, and when he did so, the bangles fell off. The Prophet, peace be upon him, interpreted the dream for his companions, the bangles represented two false prophets that would appear after him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was walking with the companion, Thabit bin Khois, when he met the first false prophet, Musailima the liar. Musalima was with his comrades, and he said to the Prophet, peace be upon him, insolently, If you like, I will let you remain the head of state. However, I will be your successor. The Prophet, peace be upon him, showed him the small date branch he had in his hand and said, I shall not give you even this date. You cannot escape Allah's decree, and if you turn your back, Allah will destroy you. By Allah, you are the one whom I saw in a vision. This is Thabit bin Qais, and he will reply to you on my behalf. Upon the return of the delegation, Musalima kept a low profile. After some time, however, he began claiming that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had agreed to share his mission with him, claiming to be a prophet who also received revelations. He made wine and adultery lawful for his people. His people went through a great trial of faith, and several of them succumbed to his false doctrines. Although the Prophet was still alive, in the midst of Musa'lima's so-called mission, the Prophet, peace be upon him, died and it was left to his successor Abu Bakr an to punish Musaylimah. Abu Bakr sent a detachment under Halid bin Walid an to kill Musaylimah and his men. After a fierce battle, the imposter was killed by Wahshi bin Harb, who in his pagan days had earned infamy by killing Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib. By Allah's grace, the same Wahshi earned the honor of eliminating Musaylimah, the false prophet. The kings of Hamir send an envoy. After the Prophet, peace be upon him, returned from Tabuk, Malik bin Marra called upon him, carrying letters from the kings of Hamir, Harith bin Abd Halal, Naim bin Abd Kalal, and Nu'man. He also bore letters from the heads of Hamdan. The rulers wrote to the Prophet, peace be upon him, to inform him that they all had embraced Islam. In reply, the Prophet peace be upon him sent a letter to them explaining their rights and duties and defined their responsibilities under the covenants they had entered. Then the Prophet peace be upon him sent Muayyad bin Jabal Rajallahu and others back with the delegation to act as judges and military commanders in Upper Yemen. They were also responsible for overseeing the collection of charity and zakah as well as leading prayers. Abu Musa Ash'ari was sent to the Yemeni coast, while Ma'ab Zama was sent inland. The Prophet, peace be upon him, instructed both of them to make things easy for the people and not to create unnecessary hardship. He also advised them to spread the good news of Islam and to help everyone live in harmony. Muayyad remained in Yemen till the death of the Prophet, peace be upon him, while Abu Musa returned to visit the Prophet, peace be upon him, during the Farewell Hajj. The Delegation of Hamdan Among the delegation from Hamdan that visited the Prophet was the great poet Malik bin Namt, who extolled the Prophet, peace be upon him, in verses such as the following... I swear by the Lord of the lady circling Mina and those returning with the caravans from the heights of Kardad, that we have accepted the truthfulness of the Prophet. He is a messenger guided by the Lord of the throne above. No camel ever had in her saddle a man as strong as Muhammad against his enemy. Initially, Malik bin Namt was sent back to his homeland to help those of his clan who embraced Islam, but later the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent Halid bin Walid to invite all of the people of Hamdan to embrace Islam. Six months went by as Halid tried in vain to spread Islam. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent Ali bin Abi Talib and recalled Halid. Ali read out the letter from the Prophet, peace be upon him, inviting the people of Hamdan to accept Islam, and they all complied. On receiving the good news, the Prophet, peace be upon him, prostrated in praise of Allah, and then raised his head and said, Peace be upon Hamdan, peace be upon Hamdan. The Delegation of Banu Abdul Madan in Rabiul awwal the 10th after Hijrah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent Halid bin Walid to Banu Abdul Madan. They lived in Najran in Yemen. Halid was instructed to invite them to accept Islam for three days, and if they refused, he was allowed to use force to make them subjects of the Islamic State. When Halid arrived, he sent his men in all directions to invite the people of the region to accept Islam. O oh people! The Muslims cried, accept Islam and you will have peace. The people readily accepted Islam and Khalid and his men set about teaching the people of Banu Abdul Madan the basics of the faith. Khalid then sent a message to the Prophet, peace be upon him, informing him of his success. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, responded by asking Khalid to escort a delegation from the region to Medina. The delegation arrived in Medina and met the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam who asked them several questions. During the days of ignorance, how did you subdue those who fought against you? We remained united, the delegation replied, and we never oppressed anyone. You speak the truth, the Prophet said. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, appointed Qais bin Hissan as the governor of Banu Abdul Madan. The delegation left Medina in the last of Shawwal or in the beginning of the Qaeda. Ever concerned that Muslims living far from Medina would revert to the ignorance of paganism, the Prophet peace be upon him also sent Amr bin Hamz to teach them more about Islam. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarakpuri. If you'd like to download this and other book readings of this kind, you're welcome to go onto VOCFM.io.fm and click on the book reading channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.